Hey, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> I love this thing song. Happy Sunday. Thanks, Shelby. Thanks, Shelby. Shout out to Shelby Rose for that theme song. Happy Sunday. And welcome to Happy Sunday. That's the name of the podcast. I'm Pastor Stacy, and I'm here to uh, just give you today's uh, Happy Sunday quote from the new book, my new book by Reverend Stacy Sarton. Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. And today is January 12th. And what are we saying today? Stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve razor blades. Spiritually, that speaks to how God has made us in such a way that even if things are hard to swallow and cut to the gut, we can survive and eventually get past them. Whatever it is you're having a problem digesting today, trust God to solve it and trust what he put inside you to dissolve it. Hey, I love you in the name of Jesus. Uh, as usual, we use nature and science and everything else to just show the goodness of God. And so we're talking about stomach acid, which is so strong. God has put those acids in our stomach so strong that it can dissolve an actual razor blade. And so if it can dissolve an actual razor blade materially and in the natural, then what God is saying spiritually to speak to us in wisdom is that he's made us spiritually in such a way that even when we face the toughest things in life, things that are hard to go down spiritually, hard for us to spiritually comprehend and understand. Even when they're cutting us to the gut, I mean, tearing apart at our most inner and deepest emotions, we can get through these things and we can even get past these things. And so what today's quote is trying to tell us is that whatever it is you're having a problem digesting, whatever you're facing today, whatever it is that may be cutting to the gut in you, that may be hard to swallow, trust God to solve it. And trust that what he put inside of you, his Holy Spirit, will dissolve it. Amen. So again, I'm hoping you purchase the book because that's what the book is about. Hope. Happy Sunday because every single day is Sunday. So every day we come off with something to get you up like that. And then twice a week we have a podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. A new episode is created. And we just give you uh, uh, whatever that day's uh, quote is from the book. And we share a little more science and, and nature with you just to back that up. And so today we're talking about, you know, digesting the things that God is doing and trusting God, because no matter what's happening in your life, God can reshape it. God is the shaper of things and he can reshape whatever it is you're facing. He's the potter and we're the clay. Isaiah 64 uh, in the Bible, that book, uh, that the chapter talks about it's a prayer for illustration of God's power. The folks are just going through. They're having a lot of trouble. They're facing some mighty troubles, to say the least. And what they're asking God to do is just show his mighty power. And so in the same way, when we can't digest things, when we can't swallow things, we're asking God to show his mighty power. So Isaiah, the prophet, wrote uh, in Isaiah 64, chapter uh, verse eight, but now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay and thou art potter and we are all the work of thy hand. Be not wroth, very sore, O Lord, neither remember iniquity forever. Behold, see, we beseech thee. We are thy, we are all thy people. The holy cities are a wilderness. Zion is a wilderness. Jerusalem, a desolation. Our holy and our beautiful house where our fathers praised thee is burned up with fire and all our pleasant things are laid waste. Without refrain, without refrain thyself for these things, O Lord, without hold thy peace and afflict us very sore. 
I mean, these folks are crying out to, to their father. They, they call him, thou art that, our father in verse eight. And sometimes we face some things that are really tough. And sometimes we have to cry out, father, what are you doing? Look, everything lays to waste. They're saying that Zion, the hill where Jerusalem, the temple was, the highest thing in my life, the things were, that had the highest value to me, those things are a wilderness. There's nothing there, no hope, no, 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 no joy, no peace. There's nothing there. Jerusalem itself is a desolation. My entire life that holds you so dear is a desolation. And all of the holy cities, everything that I held dear, praying and reading the Bible and, and, and doing the things with other saints and all of that, it's, it's a wilderness. None of that is there anymore for me anymore. That's what these folks are crying out to the Lord about. They're saying our beautiful house where our father's praising. They're talking about their church, the temple, is burned up with fire. That's so what some of us, our, our relationship with God, the temple, we're the temple of God in this day and age with Christ having died for our sins. We become the temple of God. And some of our lives, some of our temples are, are just laid to waste. And so we call out, just like these Israelites, God, are you going to refrain yourself from this? Are you going to hold your peace? Are you going to keep doing this? And you got to be honest. I mean, if you feel like that, you feel like that. And you cry out like they did. And that's why they're such good examples for us. Because when they had something to say to the Lord, speaking of the nation of Israel, they said it. They cried out, why are you doing this to us, Lord? Where are you? What about your promises? And some of us just sit in the mess and we, 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 we act like God isn't the potter and we're not the clay and he can't just get up and change something. I mean, hopefully you're not in this bad of shape, okay? Hopefully, you know, you're listening to this and you're like, okay, Pastor Stacy, uh, I, I, I thought it was happy Sunday. I'm not that bad off. And you're not that bad off, even if it sounds like you and feels like you're that bad off. It is happy Sunday because God can reshape things if we allow ourselves to be molded in his hands, trusting that he'll create a masterpiece. That's what he does. Ephesians 2.10, he says, for we are his workmanship. And that word for workmanship is masterpiece, the, the true meaning of it. <laughs> Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. He's been working on us a long time. Before ordained means since the beginning of time, God has been working on us. And he's not through yet, no matter what shape you're in. He is not finished. He is the potter. And there's a process to, to being the potter and, and, and to us being the clay. And, and it's called our lives. And it's called the way things are working out. And if we understand the, the way a potter handle, handles clay, God shows us that in the Bible so that we can understand how he handles us spiritually. Uh in the, in the spirit realm. He wants us to see that. And so he's showing us like he does uh, for many other things in the natural, what we can understand in the spiritual by seeing in the natural, right? Romans 9, and 23 says, what if God, although choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the objects of his wrath prepared for destruction? What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to the objects of his mercy, whom he prepared in advance for glory? All of this stuff God is doing, all of these things he's shaping. What if he was doing all this stuff? He had prepared all this wickedness and all these things going on besides his goodness just because he had also prepared us objects of his mercy, objects that he would take out of all of this uh, for, for, for his glory. What if God did that? If he had prepared, and he has is what he's saying. We're vessels holding the spiritual and natural resources that manifest the glory of God in this world. That's what we are. We who believe in Christ Jesus are vessels and we hold the things spiritually and the things naturally that can manifest the glory of God to others. 
just like potters use clay, they prefer to use clay. It's a preferred material. Why is it prefer preferred material? Because it's soft and it's pliable, so you can shape it. But it hardens when and it dries at high temperatures. So once you shape it, uh, you, you can harden it and, and it'll dry at that shape and at that, at that, at that and in that shape. But you got to you know have it at a certain temperature to make it stay and hold at that shape. And so that's why clay is the preferred material. And if you think about that in a spiritual sense, that's why we're preferred. That's why we're elect. Troubles and trials we face, they harden and toughen us. And they make us able to withstand and carry out things that carry weight with God. Things like love and gentleness and kindness. I mean, you have to go through some things to be able to hold up love, even when in the, in the face of hate. You got to go through some things to be able to be gentle to someone who's being hired to you, to be kind to someone who's being rough with you. You got to you have to have been through some things to make you understand that. And that's what the fire does. And that's why we're preferred materials, those who are willing to trust God to take us through the fire and to mold us. And what, is, what, do, what do the potters do? They center clay on the table to be worked on. They use a table, right? And they, they, they center the clay in the middle of the table. And it's the same, in the same vein, we have to center ourselves on God if we, have, if we want to be used by him. If you want God to reshape your life, if you want God to, to remold you, if you want God to create in you or for you or through you or whatever you, you believe he's put in your heart that you are, then you have to be centered on him and in him. You have to be centered in Christ Jesus. Jesus is the table that he's put us on. And so what he's done is saying, hey, I'm going to put you on a table where I can work with you or I can mold you into what you should be. And so what he's done is he's given us Christ Jesus and we, he's put us in him. And so when we center ourselves in Christ Jesus, then he's able to, again, in our pliable states, mold us. And, and, and when they're, when potters are working on those uh, uh, wheels, they control the wheels. Usually it's by a foot pedal and you just, you know, they're pressing the pedal and that's what makes the wheel spin and makes the wheel slow down. And in our lives, it's the same thing. God is in control. The whole earth is his footstool. And what does he do? He, 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 he changes the seasons. He slows them down. He speeds them up at his will and according to his good pleasure and according to his wisdom. So sometimes God will stop some things or slow some things down in our lives, just like a potter will slow down the table. Uh, just when it's going good, just when you think that potter is, 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 is doing so well, he'll, he'll stop to do what? To make corrections and to, and to change or, or to add some other feature. And in our lives, God, too, will say, OK, that's the end of that season. Here, I'm going to change some features in your life. I'm going to reshape things. I'm the potter. You're the clay. So don't worry. Everything that happens in your life, if God is slowing things down or speeding things up or if they've come to a stop, trust that that potter is in control and he's doing it for your good. And the potters keep the wheel moist, too. Right. They keep it moist with water. Because that keeps the vessel pliable. That keeps the the the, the play the, the clay, uh, clay uh, pliable, meaning it's still stretchable and, and it hasn't dried, so you can still continue to mold it. And in our lives, the word of God is the water that God has put in Christ Jesus. That Jesus is the word itself, and it's, so it stays watered. He stays giving us water through the Holy Spirit, which is continually watering our hearts and reminding us of the words of Jesus Christ. And those words keep us moist. They keep us being able uh, uh, to be moved by God, to hear His word, to be shaped by God, and to do His will. And so, just as God uses that word to keep our our, our uh, the, uh, our hard hearts soft enough to be used by them. 
potters, you know, keep using that, keep that table moist so that the uh, clay can be used by them so it doesn't dry out. And so in our lives, make sure that you're getting enough word, that you're, you're reading the word, you're hearing the word, and that you have something that, because the world are constantly, all the things in the world will dry you out if you don't have the word. If you just go through your day and, and go through the things that you go through, it'll dry you out. But if you have the word, if you have a word here and have a word there, it'll keep you just moist enough to not mold into the anger you feel like molding into because of the day or, or the sadness you feel like uh, transforming into because of what's happening that day. And so <clears throat> when the pot, when, when, when the potter is ready to start, you know, when he's centered that piece of clay and when he has that wheel wet enough, the first thing he does is he gives it the thumbs down. It's a traditional thing that potters do. They literally like Fonzie would give the thumbs up or people give you a thumbs up meaning good deal or whatever. Well, the potter would take his thumb and turn it down. And then he sticks it right in the middle of that lump of clay. What it does is it creates a, a cavity. It creates a center where he can start to create an opening, create the inside of the vessel. And in our lives, it works the same way. We get the thumbs down from, from Christ Jesus on that cross. When he died for our sins, if we believe that uh, that he died for us, and in effect, we're confessing that we had sins to die for. And so when we believe and confess our sins, when we believe and confess that you know we're sinners, we need a savior, and Jesus Christ is that savior, then in effect, what we're doing is creating an opening for God to enter into our lives, for the Holy Spirit to fill us. And so that thumbs down that we get, that thumbs down that the cross created is really creating an opening for us, an opening where God started to pour into us the things that he's been meaning to pour into us since the beginning of time. And so after that, Potter creates that opening, after God creates an opening in our lives, through Christ Jesus, after he condemns the sin in Christ Jesus by allowing Christ to die for our sins, then we're filled with the Holy Spirit. And when that Holy Spirit is in us, what does God do? He starts to raise the walls because without walls, anything poured into a vessel would pour right out, right? So in order to be able to hold the Holy Spirit, if we are truly indeed elect of Christ, then that's what we are being made uh, to be <clears throat> a dwelling place for God himself. And so God isn't going to have a house without walls. God isn't going to put his spirit in something where the spirit can just be easily uh, move out of it or, or other things can move in. So what God does is he starts to build the walls like a potter in our lives. And, and, and the potter starts turning that table and starts gently pulling up those pieces of clay to create the walls. And as the potter returns, as the clay turns, he's pulling the walls up on the different sides. And in our lives, as the days turn, as we go through different things and different season, seasons, God is raising our awareness of him, his, our understanding of him, our love for him. He's pulling that up through knowledge and understanding of Christ Jesus. And so as we elevate our minds and hearts in Christ Jesus, we begin to form walls, high walls. And the higher the walls, the more of God we can hold, the more things of God we can hold inside of us. And so that's why it behooves us to just allow God to shape our lives, to trust God as the seasons turn and things stop and things start. And God changes things and God, God takes things off and God pulls, puts things on. We got to trust God that he's not trying to hurt us. He's trying to build us. He's trying to complete the job that he's doing with us. He's not through with us yet. And again, when he forms those walls, 
he gently pulls over up, upwards because that's what potters do because they tear the clay they pull it up hard and fast. So God isn't just yanking us here and there. He's showing us things and he's, he's if we're paying attention and, and, and he's giving us, you know, heads up on different things if we're paying attention because he's careful not to pull too hard, just like those potters. And when we seek him, he elevates us. And again, we're able to reach new things, things we couldn't reach before. We couldn't reach love. We couldn't reach peace. We couldn't reach joy. We couldn't reach this, the things of God like we can reach them now. And, and so during that process, again, when he's pulling up those walls, he, he starts a flooring process. And the potter starts to floor the vessel. It's what they call it. And all that means is on the inside, they make a bottom. They bottom it out. And so they push the bottom down as far as it can go to still maintain having a bottom. What that does is it, it allows it lowers our dependence on ourself is what God is saying. He wants to get as much of himself uh, in us as possible. And so it should be more of him than us. And so uh, if you had a vessel and the bottom of the vessel was right up to the top, then you could barely fill it with anything. The vessel would, in fact, be full of itself. And in our lives, that's the same way. If we don't allow God to floor us, if we don't allow God to say, hey, let me empty out some of these things inside of you. Let me take some of those things out and let me make you know your walls stronger, your walls higher. Instead of having these things about yourself uh, and everything be about you, how about raising yourself in me and allowing me to pull you up and elevate you and let me feel you on the inside instead of being filled with yourself. And that's why a lot of us can't carry the things of God. We don't carry a lot of love for others. We don't carry forgiveness for others. We don't carry a lot of hope. We don't carry a lot of faith. We don't carry a lot of joy. We don't carry a lot of peace because we're filled with ourselves and there's not enough space for those things. Those things would come from, for, from God and we haven't allowed him to floor us. And so you know, after that flooring process comes the trimming process. And so the trimming is really where you're just taking off the, uh, uh, the extra clay and excess clay here and there, you know, pieces you may have missed or parts that are uneven. And so you just start taking those things off. And if you want to make any designs in it, you know, have some uh, uh, vases or vessels that have, you know, markings in them or lines and all of that, then you do that. And so, again, removing the excess clay and separating uh, the, the, the clay from the things that shouldn't be on, be on it, things that used to be on it. Again, that's what God does in our lives. He trims us. Jesus talks about the Father prunes those so that they can bear more fruit. And the fruit that they bear in him, you know, the Father is going to prune you. If you don't bear fruit, then you're not of the Father. You're not in him. And in our lives, we have to allow the potter to prune us. We have to allow the potter to trim us. If we're going to use the, the right language for this trade, he has to trim us. He has to remove the excess things. And the Bible says that you know, we're to be filled with the spirit and not filled with all these other things, these excess things like wine and, and things where there is excess, where there are, you know, places where God would want us to remove things. And so finally, after you trim it and you have it down to what it's supposed to be, you've built up this piece of clay into what it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to look like and, and the shape it's supposed to be. You're not done yet. Because it can be, it's still clay, it's still soft and pliable. Uh, it hasn't hardened yet, it hasn't dried out, it hasn't been heated. And so if you were to pour something in it or, or to try to pick it up, it would immediately lose its shape. It would immediately fall apart. 
And again, some of us, you know, we haven't gone through anything. We haven't been tested. We haven't been proved because we've run away from God at every trial or test we've ever faced and, and tried to fix it ourselves and just take whatever comes on the other end, other end of it. Never learning and, and understanding what God had for us to learn and understand and never receiving the growth. And so when we go through situations where you know, someone expects us to be able to carry some burden for them or with them or even carry our own burdens, we start falling apart. People are surprised. They say, well, you looked like you were a Christian. You know, you said you prayed all the time. I saw you going to church a lot. I mean, you were singing gospel songs. You were always quoting scriptures. You were saying good things. You mentioned God. So I, I, I thought you were uh, a vessel. Um, strong enough to at least not, you know, fall apart when things, you know, go wrong. Strong enough to at least not deny God when things don't go your way. Strong enough to at least forgive someone uh, when when you you've done the same thing to others. But you know, you've really got to go through a firing process. You've got to go through the fire. You've got to be tested. And some of the things that are in us that make us pliable, that make us bend, that make us some of that moisture that's in us, that that, that that's burned out, that's, that's that's evaporated in the firing process, drying us out. Um, those things make us harder. And some of the things in us, you know, disloyalty, dishonesty, and some of that, those are the things that would make us, you know, not able to hold the, the, the things of God, like honesty and loyalty and faithfulness. But once we go through the fire, and once we're tested, uh, then the test of life will really burn some of those things out of you. If you're turning to God and you're looking to him and walking with him through the fire. The three Hebrew boys were walking with God and talking with God through the fire. And that's what we need to do, walk with God and talk with God through the fire. Because as we walk with God, as we pray and talk with God, as we pray through these fires and through these troubles, then the things that are inside of us that shouldn't be there, the doubt, the worry, the fear, and some of the wicked things, if we're honest with ourselves, these things will rise up in our thoughts and in our hearts and we'll see that they're there and we'll be able to pray and the Holy Spirit will remove these things and we'll understand and we'll grow our, our and, and we'll again be able to hold on to what we say we are in Christ we'll be able to uh, be used for the things that we say we can be used for hey you can trust me as a husband so you know I, I'm a faithful husband hey you can trust me as a friend so I'm, I'm not going to talk about you behind your back Hey, you know, you can trust me as somebody who's going to be there when you need me. Hey, I'm not going to look at your number, see that you calling me, know you got a problem, but not feel like hearing it and not pick it up. I'm going to be there because I've been through the fire and I'm hard and I'm tough in the Lord. So those are the kind of things. OK, so, you know, again, what kind of vessel were you? Because, uh, we're, you know, if you trust the Lord, yeah, you're clay. But, you know, the three types of vessels, there's earthenware and and then there's a uh, uh, stoneware and then there's porcelain. Earthenware, that's the cheapest type of vessel. It's easy to make and uh, you don't have to build a hot fire. You don't have to fire it long, but it's porous and it, it, it tends to leak. And so you don't want to hold things in there a long, long time or you don't want to hold valuable things. And a lot of us are earthenware. We're, 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 you know, we don't want to do a lot of studying, a lot of praying, a lot of meditating on God. We don't want to get too deep in his word. And then we, that's why we don't have the wisdom of his word. That's why we don't have the faith and the strength in his word, because it all leaks right out of us, because we can't hold that. We, 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 we don't 
you know, we're earthenware. And then you have the stoneware, but the stoneware is it, right? Because the stoneware is glazed for decoration and protection, and it doesn't leak. And so we all want to at least get to stoneware. We all want to be covered in Christ Jesus, covered in the Holy Spirit, filled with that Holy Spirit, and have the protection of God, the protection against what? Against losing the valuable riches that we have in Christ Jesus, the love we have for one another is something you don't want seeping out. And that's what it'll do. If you're not stoneware, if you haven't been through the fire, if you haven't trusted God and walked with him through the fire and not just run out or lay down there and die. And the toughest of all, porcelain. And that's the most valuable because the porcelain is in the fire the longest and it's in the hottest fire. But the porcelain is the most beautiful and it's the strongest and it's completely changed because it's in the fire so long that the actual chemicals in the clay begin to come different types of, not chemicals, but the compounds uh, in the clay become a different type of compound because of the heat and one that's stronger and more well bonded. And when you've been through the fire, you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit and you know that you know that you know that God is for you, then you porcelain, okay? So we can go on and on about that. But the whole idea was to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, Happy Sunday. Because today, even though it's uh, Tuesday, it's Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday, S-O-N day. Every day we wake up, the Son of God who is covering us, whose light is shining on us, who is giving us life. He Every day he makes it Sunday. And so remember that. And just think about, you know, the stomach acid that you have. Remember, that's what we were talking about for Happy Sunday. That stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve razor blades. So you can digest whatever is hard to swallow, spiritually speaking. What God has put inside you is strong enough to dissolve whatever you're facing. So whatever the case is, examine yourself. See what kind of uh, clay you are. Know God is the potter. And know that the potter can reshape anything. Trust God and stomach whatever it is you're facing. Know that the potter has the power to reshape it. I love you today with Jesus Christ. I'm glad you joined me again. Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday is my new book. It's a devotional. Uh, I wrote it in light of all the things that were going on this year. Not this year, I'm sorry, 2020. All the things that were going on last year, decided it was time to just uh, put some good news out there and have a daily devotional where every day we can talk about Christ Jesus. We can talk about the things that make it happy Sunday, and we can just try to elevate one another's spirits. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. Join the podcast. Tell your friends about it. Subscribe to my uh, channel, www.pastorstacysarton.com. Uh, subscribe to my webpage. Buy the book, Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. It's available on Amazon.com. There's also another book I wrote, Arrows of Deliverance. That's a great book, too. You'll love either one of them. But anyway, uh, talked enough. I'll see you uh, next Tuesday with a new episode. God is good. Remember, every single day is Sunday. Make sure you tell everybody that and have a blessed day. Peace and love. Jesus Christ is good. Man. <laughs> oh, thank you, God.